0: Welcome to Darkly Lit, where we are forced to leave our corporeal homes to explore the larger world of horror literature. I am your host, Kayla Berry, and I'm actually joined by both of my hosts, or co-hosts, for this evening. Uh, to my left is David King. <laughs> <laughs> and to my right is Jesse Reyes, or Sade. I don't have anything to say after that. Like, what was that?
1: Yeah, I know why that? you did that, but... It was
2: the best quote I could think of. You know, you know me at this <laughs> okay. point. Hey, this is the first time, I think, ever on Darkly Lit that we've been able to do this all in one place.
0: Yes, we mm-hmm. we actually uh, have um, all three Darkly Lit co-hosts in one room.
2: Instead of being... Well, we had to leave the uh, the extra-dimensional library to be in the real library. Or out in which is the library of nature. I don't know if the mic is picking this up, but there are crickets in the background. You know, nice things like that. And, uh, it's too warm to leave doors closed anyway.
0: Exactly. Embrace the great outdoors. Embrace the darkness, which is a hint to what we just read, which is "Beautiful Darkness" by Fabian Velman and Karaszkowit.
2: Karas uh,
0: I say Karaszkowit, but that's probably. Chris, it, I don't know how it's pronounced. Carisquet. Carisquet. Uh, no. It's a Cras- Cras- check the show notes.
2: Okay, yeah, we'll have it. You can read it in the show you can, notes. You can
0: read in the show notes. Um, it is uh, a, a a comic. I I would say it's I more like a graphic it's novel. A yeah,
1: graphic novel.
2: Graphic novels, definitely. How uh, I would describe it. It's got a
1: good amount of pages. Yep. So. I really wanted, to, when I read this, I was like, we have to do this for Darkly Lit, and I hope we got some people who read it, because, like, I really enjoyed this. I found it at the at my local library. Support your local library. Yes. Please um, do. I didn't check it out from my library, because I pulled it off the shelf, and I read it right there on the spot, from, from
0: beginning to end. And I was like, damn, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> the great part about... Graphic novels. I'm not gonna lie. In general, is you can finish it in 20 minutes, but usually you'll stay there just a touch longer to enjoy the artwork mm-hmm. and like sink like sink that in and
2: you let it all let it all kind of bleed in. I mean, this is this um a lot of this reminds me of when we were reading um, um through the woods.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Honestly, it's got that same dark fairy tale vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, do you want to give the summary? I will give the summary. Uh, so, the story uh,
1: centers around a, a I'm going to say, a young girl named Aurora who is living a happy little life, it seems at first, and there's a boy named Hector, a prince named Hector she likes, and they're having tea when everything around them begins to melt, and as when she escapes from the mass of melting goo around her, we... Realize that she and everyone, dog,
2: yep. she and the dog. The dog's
1: excited for this episode. Yeah. I know. We're also
2: joined by Gracie. Yes. Many of you who've listened to other uh, creative horror podcasts probably know Gracie. You yeah. probably, you know, love her or hate her. She's around.
1: <laughs> uh, so Aurora uh, escapes from. Everything starts melting. Aurora like crawls her way out of it and crawls out of
0: a t- child's corpse. <laughs> yep, I think that's when you first realize how. A, oh, oh, this is gonna be dark. So it's,
2: it's an immediate uh, like, like curveball. Like whoa, what? <laughs> oh man. Uh,
1: so Aurora and along with a, a large cast of tiny little characters, um, we're talking like Thumbelina size characters, uh, have emerged from this corpse and are now finding themselves in this woodland, <laughs> beautiful forest. Thank you, Gracie, yes. Beautiful forest. Um, and it's just, it starts, it's them trying to survive and adapt to their surroundings and work together and betray each other and <laughs> manipulate each other, and ultimately its it comes down
0: to Aurora doing what she
1: gotta do to survive. It's, uh,
0: it's, that's how I, it feels like, um, cause you mentioned that when... Uh, you found this book in the children's section of your library? No, it wasn't in the children's section. Oh, okay. I thought you uh.
2: I would be it was I would not the... be surprised if it was like mislabeled and put there, but like Because
1: the art when you look at the cover, if you don't notice the hand, the giant hand The, in the giant cover,
2: green hand of doom. Yeah,
1: it just blends into the rest of the the scenery and you you just see this tiny little girl among these four leaf clovers. And then, so it looks very whimsical and, and really cute, but then you notice the giant hand, and you're like, "Oh, what the hell?"
2: Yeah, it's and it's like a gray, green, greenish gray hand. It's a it's a corpse. It's a dead hand. Oh yeah, it's a
0: giant dead hand. But I mean, she looks it, but the, she's so cute. She she's dress. adorable. Like she has this blue and white polka dot dress, blonde hair. Uh she she looks like something out of um like. She looks adorable. She looks like... She has, like, the round eyes and the round
2: face. She has a little triangle nose. Yeah. Very, very children's... This is, like, a very children's illustration Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And it's all done in watercolor, which is, like, absolutely gorgeous Mm -hmm. looking to look at. Definitely lends whimsy to the whole thing, which is such a good contrast with the the content of the story, which is...
0: Well, the interesting part, too, is, like, when you see the corpse, it looks realistic it's they the artists drew the humans to look yeah. like more so l- human more, more human like mm-hmm. so we do have essentially two human characters on this one is
1: the, the dead girl mm-hmm. uh and then the the woodsman we'll call him
2: yeah, but the wasn't there W-woodsmen.
0: wasn't there at one point a little girl that was like a Laying in the woods, or that, think, oh well, that's the girl that that we find dead. Oh, organic. okay, yeah, but yeah. It's yeah. Oh, it's a it's a it's a flashback. Yeah, it's yeah, a, it's it's a, a dream, flashback. It's
2: a dream that the the one character that actually spends
1: or a memory
2: or a memory. Or mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because I I. But yeah, oh my gosh, I have so see, many thoughts and theories. When we see human
1: characters that we would be like ah uh, like us, you mm-hmm. know? yeah. Like they're they're drawn in much more realistic, much more um, proportioned manner, whereas all of the little tiny characters like aurora and her friends they're they're like little cartoon characters yeah, yeah they they yeah. look at, they're, yeah
2: they're not they're like compared to the creatures around them they don't have the same like realistic bearing like all the animals you see mice the insects the they're insects. all
1: detailed and accurate yeah yeah
2: mm-hmm. so it's like someone's it's i mean there's, there's a lot of takeaways you could get from this, but um, this is definitely a story with a lot of, like, layers. Mm-hmm. So I'm super stoked to talk about this with you all in this dark and uh, calm uh, summer evening. So
0: um, so first off, um, I guess to begin, what is your theories in terms of w- what these characters are? So we're, these little people just kind of crawled out of a little girl. Who who do you think they are? are? They like, like, why were they in this little girl? How like you actually see them like crawling out of her nose,
2: her and, mouth, her, her mouth. mouth,
0: her ears, yeah,
2: yeah. Um. um, um well, hmm. This is tough because I think there's some evidence that lends credence to the idea that these are just either aspects of her or like her sort of imagination or the creatures she imagined because they all have the sort of like personality and bearings of characters that a little girl would make up, in my mind, at least initially.
1: I think they, in kind of, like, aspects of her, in that they, maybe this is, I realized as I was going to say this, this sounds like Inside out, but what if they're, like, little uh, prints of her emotions?
2: That's one way to see it, for sure. Because
1: they all, all of them, with the exception of, like, the one taller redhead who walks off with the scissors, they're all very childish and naive.
2: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That was, is true was the we a uh, Jane her name's Jane right yeah, the, yes. the, 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 the woman with the the red dress uh is she I, I didn't get the impression she almost that she had climbed out of like I almost felt like this was a situation early in the book when they first see her I kept thinking to myself, oh this is an outlier this is someone who's already had experience because she seems to come out ready to take on this survival situation and in fact spends a bunch of the novel. Uh, surviving on her own. I mean, mm-hmm. we, could, we can break down some of the individual characters later. But I guess she also was a refugee of the the dead girl? Like, she was definitely from whatever. much more
1: capable than the rest of the characters. Absolutely. And I think, I don't think it was because she had already been out there for, Okay. you know. I think she, yeah. she definitely came from, from the corpse like everybody else, and for some reason she just was more capable. I think she was just really an example of what Aurora would have to
0: become. Uh, like uh, maybe represents her maturity or her bravery or something mm-hmm. like that. You know,
2: should, all these characters? Yeah, because all the other aspects of her are become corrupted, and then if they if it's, we're going with this theory, they become corrupted and die off mm-hmm. slowly but surely. The naive ones go first, and then the ones who are betrayed by the like like the naive ones kind of die usually in accidents. And then the, the naive ones are, are either in um, taken advantage of or destroyed by mm-hmm. the the some of the greedier the uh,
1: yeah. greedier manipulative
2: ones to yeah, uh,
1: figure out how to lie and whatnot.
2: Yeah. And, uh, and and it's like watch and you like watch this veneer of like this sort of fairy tale cuteness is like cartoon whimsy. It's and the 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 part I love about this is that that sort of mentality Stays with the characters even as things go wrong. So, even Mm -hmm. when characters die, and usually pretty gruesomely, they gloss it over completely. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said there's
1: that's why I feel like they're very naive in the sense like, even as these horrible things are happening, there's this almost a sense of innocence that still carries itself through.
2: You you know what this reminds me of, uh, in a weird way? Um, the cartoons, okay, so we're, we're all fans of Over the Garden Wall, yes. Um, were, uh, Greg's dream, where he goes to that cloud land, mm. and it's based oh. on those really, really old, like, cartoons from the yeah. 30s and like 40s. Like the Fletcher cartoons. The Fletcher, but the ones that are really cutesy and, like, yeah, friendly. Yeah, yeah. Like, it feels like that, but if those characters are dropped in a survival situation and nothing much changed about them. It's like that kind of cartoon, and I've seen these cartoons on, like, old cartoon collections, they're, mm-hmm. like, public domain most of the time, and, and that, section was an homage to those cartoons.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, this very much feels like, what if those cartoons escaped from the mind of a child and suddenly had to survive out in the, the real world? I would I was, they still carry away with the, those, like, goofy personalities, that, that weird, mm-hmm. uh naive innocence?
0: I was thinking maybe they're characters from her imagination.
2: I also... That's kind of where, where I was going, thinking of it. Like, maybe they are... Like, it could be both. It could
0: be a mixture of both.
2: Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, little... When, you know, kids will... Draw on aspects of their personality for their imaginary friends. What else do you have to draw on uh-huh. sometimes? I mean, I think one of the biggest clues is the fact that, um, well, when they find the notebook.
1: This is Aurora. That is the, I the interesting I part. I,
0: yeah, because the main character, or the main character we follow, uh, that's a, one of the small people that live in her is named Aurora. And the way they fit, we've learned that, or well, not learned that, but realize uh, a connection is they find a bit, like a book, it looks like a notebook. And it has the word Aurora on it. And they're like, who's Aurora? And the little person says, I am. So it's like, this character clearly has the same name as the child who... Or the corpse.
2: What I think is interesting is the way there's that almost pause of acknowledgement. Like, oh, I guess you are. From one of the other characters. They say that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, well now this person... I I like to think the Aurora we follow is the strongest aspect of...
3: Of the little girl. Of the little girl.
2: Who, um... Yeah. So, um... I, and I think the, these other characters are just characters, like you know, they're they're character, they're her imaginary characters that she would interact with. Like, of course, a little girl stereotypically would want her character to be able to have a lot of fun, innocent little friends mm-hmm. and host and tea parties p- with the prince, and yeah, prince. It just so
0: happens that the one male character or one because a lot of them are female for the most part or yeah. feminine for the most part is uh, the love interest. Just happens to be a prince.
2: Yeah. He's one of the few males, and uh, the other male characters are usually, like, little, almost imp-like. Like, look at Plynn. Plynn yeah. is just, like, a little helper. Yeah, yeah. And his whole thing is being a little helper, and when that gets corrupted later on, he's just like, I'm so helpful. I'm just gonna take this and make it seem like I'm helping.
3: Yeah, yeah. And I
2: like that aspect of how he doesn't lose who he is. He just becomes more of a nefarious version of himself. Mm-hmm. So, um...
0: And th- with the main villain of this is, uh, Zelly. Who uh, she also looks very princessy like too. Yeah, yeah. She she makes me think of like a porcelain doll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed like a actually a few of the characters look like dolls? Like there's the one character who keeps saying I'm so hungry, and she looks like a baby really doll. Really creepy baby doll. She's, yeah. yeah. She's a, she's and then, a, then there's a, that yeah. other the the taller one that eats the tiny pink haired one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She looked like a like an actual baby doll toy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 And, oh no doubt. The
0: one thing that's clear. She's the one,
2: like, I, I want to address how some of the, is she the one who gets stuck in a hole and they just kind of leave her there?
0: I think so. She's been
2: in there for like six days yeah. or whatever, and yeah. they don't like show anything of her ever again, and yeah. you just kind of see her sticking out Winnie the Pooh style, and but she, presumably she died in there and they're just leave, they just, yeah. and they just she, left her. Some
1: of the deaths in this are so gruesome. Oh, like, yeah. Fucking Timothy. Oh, I love oh, that
2: Timothy. guy. So
1: There's, like girl. I don't know what it was. Uh,
2: Androgynous Tim- Timothy. Yes.
0: So there's a character named Timothy has one eye, um, and is convinced that because this, uh, they have one eye, they need to be buried alive. And Zelly's
2: the one who convinces Zelly them. Zelly convinces,
0: yeah. convinces them they need to be buried alive. So they grab a bag, zip them up, and then just put, or, or, well, put earth on them, like put, uh, they, they, it. they, they play burial. Yeah.
1: You know, and then leave them there.
2: Yeah, and and also they they leave the baby, the that baby! Timothy yeah. Presume again, presumably the baby just happened to be I, brought brought out of the girl and probably yeah. Well, animal. you see
1: the baby with its mother in the very
0: beginning,
2: right? But yeah. there's probably the cat that comes the, the first night, the probably, mother, probably took and the then
1: mother. The Timothy found the baby.
0: And what's and then the most horrifying part later on is the prince eventually dies, and when they decided by a frog, he's eaten by a frog. Um that w- they bring the bag back <laughs> out. Yeah, they bring the bag back out and they said, uh, look, there there's still some only some scratch marks on the inside, but still good as new to be used.
2: Yeah, because they emptied it out off camera. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah.
0: They Poor did Timothy. Timothy died scratching oh like that's such a dark remark. But it's gl-
2: it's it's subtext. It's, so it's yeah, glossed, glossed over. Everything is glossed but over And If you don't even remember people, people,
1: that, you, the, you wouldn't think about it. The
2: only people like what I love about it is is it's played straight, and in-universe, it doesn't have an impact on, like, anybody. Hardly anybody. Only Aurora seems to eventually, over time, get the horror of what's actually going on. And, and then, we as the readers know, but we're we're smarter than any of the characters in this, and it's beautifully done, where the horror, they're just like, oh, okay, well, then we'll, well do this they, funeral thing. The,
0: the idea is I think they all have the same mindset or maturity level, with the exception of Jane,
2: which is an interesting thing. Jane case. and... Um, and eventually, Aurora. Eventually,
0: passed, Aurora, but, but like Aurora for right now, Aurora has to, now, kind of be Aurora to, had to Ar- learn it. Yeah, there's Aurora, so-
2: Aurora learns part of it on her own, and then under sort of Jane's uh, friendship, learns more about how to survive. Yeah. But
0: but uh, but Aurora at the beginning coming, was also
2: the one who was like helping everybody. Too. Yeah, yeah,
0: but coming out of it, they're all this like the mindset of this child. Like, yeah, I think that's the idea that you have to go into. They're reacting to how, and I want to say this child looks like. She's probably, um, I'd say know, like, what, five, like six? Elementary school? The child?
1: The child. Yeah. yeah I would she, say five or six, maybe. Maybe six. Seven well, or eight, maybe? I would say seven. Yikes. Right here, she looks younger. She does. But I think that's because of the, there's a there's a lack of detail because you wouldn't see a clear image through the rain. Right, yeah. yeah. When we see her earlier walking through the woods, she, I she's got to be like seven to ten. Yeah. But like what I'm who's thinking. gonna let their kids walk I I think she's walking home from school or something.
2: Yeah. Um I presume okay, one of the big mysteries, but that's not it's not like one that's important to the story itself. We don't we never learn how she died. Uh, we no. only have, like, circum- and we only and have, like circumstantial clues. Like, she just seems to have dropped dead in the forest yeah. for no apparent and we, reason. we
1: can't see any sign of
2: injuries. I mean, w- I presume what might have happened is, like, whenever the world starts collapsing around, it is the moment she dies. I
1: don't think it's the moment she died, because here she looks to me, maybe it's just the, the lighting of it having been dark. Here's to me, she's... This is rigor mortis already set in for me. She's been, she's been dead for a few hours.
2: Okay.
0: I... Enough for the process to have to stop. Because it's like her her skin's great and all that. And here's the horrifying part is I I don't know what time period this takes place, but clearly no one has found this child. And you see, like in the background or in some of the panels, like the child decomposing and there's flies crawling around. This takes place
2: over this course of like months because like it starts in the spring. The girl died in the spring. By winter, she's a skeleton. So since so you brought
1: that up, my theory is when we get get to that dream later where it's a little girl walking, it's not, it's a memory that the that somehow is in, embedded into all of these little characters, probably the more intelligent ones.
2: Yeah.
1: Um but that her screaming is her being abducted and moved and taken further into the woods.
2: Oh. Oh. I yes. hadn't thought Guess about who you think
1: uh, abducted her?
0: Oh, that the oh the the, the one r- guy with the uh, is he like a clockmaker? I see him. Mm-hmm. Or he or did he... have clocks, but he's messing around with. He That's... was.
1: It was a revolver. It looked like a gun. He was. Oh. Fixing. Like he
0: was oh. taking apart and He also
2: come to think of it, he also has a bunch of weird uh, stuff, out of place stuff in his house. He did have me. like a broken, a broken doll. baby doll. Yeah. Like you have to wonder if this guy killed this girl. Like that. A little bit.
1: That's horrible. That's my theory. This man murdered her. Yikes! And I say strangled. You think so? Well, I can't. You know, all, you know what's weird
2: is too is all her like book bag and like all of her like little she's got are, crackers are in are just it, left there, they're just lying beside her.
0: It, so it happened. I think it happened there. Like it. it I mean, i been... always
2: I always presumed it was some sort of accident. Like it might she not fell need... and hit her head or something. You know, it or... might
0: not if it, if he was the one who committed it. It, it must have happened right then and there. Like, right. nobody, she, I don't think she was kidnapped or anything, or she might have been kidnapped, but whatever happened, she already had her book in hand, she dropped it, and then something happened in that instant to cause a death. We can't tell how she dies. There's no, like, evidence to show, like, that, like, I don't see, like, a bullet wound or anything like that. There's no, I, I don't think we ever
1: see, like. No, I, I've, I've, I've looked on her body, and I cannot, I've never seen any, like, signs of, like,
2: I don't think it's I well and again I feel like it's not almost not the important part but it's yeah but it's no. such a looming part of the story like the, is her it, again there's her random body there's random the panels
0: where like it's all bright and colorful and they're like hey what's going on and then in the and background it just kind of it's the same color scheme as the
1: background it's just there it's just part of the background yeah just like any other tree or
2: yeah there's a panel where um, uh, specifically I think um, Aurora sees a fly and she even says to herself like I don't like that fly and she starts tearing up yeah. for no reason and I think it's, it's again I think subconsciously she knows because she's the she's the the big aspect of the child aurora she, that's still she's, around she's
0: like she's the namesake mm-hmm.
2: yeah it's except i think the only other one that i feel like is a close aspect is um the nameless character goes nah who lives <laughs> who continues to well, live like, in we the well if we look dwarf, at
1: like the the characters with the most defined Personalities. We have Aurora. We have what was her name? Zelly. 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 Jane. And I would even say the the one that stays in the brain. I'm. we
2: will just call in her the Aurora. cranium. Cranium. not Nah. There's also those three. Plym is another
0: one too, because Plym is the one that. Well, portrayed... I feel like those those four girls would be
1: different aspects of the little girl's personality. Probably, mm-hmm. yeah. Like different.
2: Yeah. I, hmm. It's 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 so intriguing. Yeah, Honestly. see, here's you
1: returning to the scene of the crime.
2: Yeah, yeah, we're, we're well, flipping because, through. Well, because, like, <laughs> if this
1: woodman lives in the area, how come he hasn't found the girl?
0: Yeah, that's what surprises me, too. Dude,
2: he's never far from where they are. And, you know, you'd think someone would notice, you know. Mm-hmm. Man, so many of these characters get My other off.
1: thought was, like, oh, well, maybe, maybe he's the father, and that's why he has the baby doll, and that maybe that's why Aurora is so drawn to him at the end.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, he's looking, he's, it could be. Like, he he's, he, she never came back theory. and he's been looking so, for her. So,
0: what, yeah. one of the things that happens at the end he is... He just
2: never finds her and it's, uh, tra- that's another, that's tragedy all in itself. Yeah. This little yeah. girl dies alone in the woods, maybe coming back from school or something. And she never turns up and he goes looking for her and just barely misses her her corpse every time.
0: Yeah. It, it, that's the thing, we don't know. Well, all we can do is go off context clues. And also try to guess, like, why these characters act the way they do.
2: Oh, here I found it. I don't like that fly. How come? Hey, Aurora, why are you crying? I don't know. And that is interesting. I don't feel so good. And she goes, she runs to, Aurora runs to the corpse. She runs and buries her face in the fabric of the dress, and I think and you, it's...
1: And you think, like, oh, because she finds comfort there, but when you go to the next panel, there's that corpse is covered in flies now.
2: Yep. I think it's her... Again, I feel like, subconsciously, there's that thing about realizing, well, shit, I'm dead, or... Yeah, Where we came from is dead something. and no more. The world behind us is dead. What if Innocence all those is
1: little little characters are just aspects of our soul that bleed, that just emerge from our body
0: and you know, they just get picked off by the rest mm-hmm. of the world?
2: Right. Then
0: there's this strange part and it does come a little bit on or it's fall and there's a little girl, she's I don't know if it's the same girl, I assume it might be.
2: I think it is. She's wearing the same outfit. She's got the the but blue sweater.
0: But it's fall. Right, but
2: this is this happens when you know, she gets up, she looks around, she sees it's fall, dusts herself off, walks away into the woods, and we hear a... And this
1: s- is why I think she was abducted. But the
2: E, I think, is coming from... The E is coming from, nah, who's had a nightmare about this. No, and I not- think
1: she's she's screaming, she got abducted, she was held for a while, and then her body was dumped, finally.
2: Hmm. Like, I don't know, it, like I, again, I feel like the placement of her body in the woods with the stuff scattered around her calls for a sudden... Death in my mind. I don't know. We'll never really know. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. But the contact clues are interesting. I definitely dig all these theories. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Um, but again, the the important part is really the the survivors, the people who came out of out of her body.
0: Yeah, because it's a, by fall, the girl is a corpse. Yeah, I she's think a skeleton. Yeah, she's a skeleton. I I think it might be actually a dream. I think that's what the girl did look like, and yeah, I... and it would make Why
1: sense that nightmare not, though. Huh? Why Was is it then a nightmare?
0: Is that she wakes up and I, then she's walking through? No, why Why would.
2: Well,
1: walking through oh, a pleasant Maybe because. Be well,
2: it's, it's a twisted nightmare because notice how the contrast is. Na is looking out of the body and being like, oh, sh- did all that happen? Did all that happen? And then she looks and goes, whew. No, okay, my home is intact. Like she had a nightmare that her home got up and walked away, basically.
1: Oh. Like, it's a
2: reverse of that. Yeah. Because now everything's the same. Everything's as it should be with the Uh thing that... But she's... But she's... Because she's living... They're living in the corpse. They're having sort of like an ancestral memory of, like, of this... What the girl was. Like, something like Mm. that. You know? Like, there's a... That's that's how I read it.
0: Here's another thing. Again, looking
2: at the moment where, with relief, she looks out of a corpse and goes... Because everything's normal. Everything's as it should be to, uh. (laughs) ah.
0: Another thing why I think they might be pieces of her imagination, or is we see colored pencils all the time. Like, the things, the two things we notice that she has with her are colored pencils and her notebook with her name on it. And if you look at the characters, they, I mean they're so well drawn, it's, but there is kind of a kid-like style to it. Not, not I mean, of course it doesn't look so kidlike like that it's awful, but it there's a simplicity in their design. Right. That, compared, yeah. And maybe, I think you may be right. Maybe she is like eight or nine. If like, cause I could see maybe like a nine-year-old drawing something.
2: Maybe she, maybe she drew all these little characters.
0: That would be, I'm, that could be possible. And maybe she did draw something that looks like a, um, like, a baby doll, because she had a baby doll. Or Right. this one... I found the
2: panel. Still stuck? It's been six days. I told her it was too small. There's nothing to imply that she's moving at all. So that's probably a dead giant lady. Yeah. Dead giant doll thing. Boy. Uh... <laughs> so,
0: one of the things, too, later on, uh, is the horror... Like, they eventually they do some horrific things to animals, like... The, for example, uh, Jane convinces Aurora to clip a bird's wings so she could use it as her, a, a, a steed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically. And then uh, Aurora, who's <laughs> unhappy, because there's a point the prince <laughs> that she was in love with ends up marrying Zellie, and then she gets so frustrated she kills a mouse. Well, yeah, but that mouse fucked up her dinner party. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> I, uh, the, th- the other thing I think I realized about Aurora is that I'm thinking about that moment where she's like, I don't know. And I think over time, Aurora has realized that the veneer of the society they had, of this beautiful world they had before they all fled, is breaking down, and Mm -hmm. she's the one. I feel it's also
1: like she's she's experiencing emotions for the first time that she's never experienced before. Right. Like, because her character before was always set in a happy setting. Yeah, Yeah. she was
2: innocent and. And in
1: this world, she's being forced to discover these emotions and realities that she's she's never had, never been exposed to before.
2: Right. It's funny that Jane is able to adjust so quickly, but Jane is probably that girl's maturity yeah. incarnated. And but of course, um, that doesn't last very long. Even Jane is not immune to the things. We that don't happen. even see
0: what they did to her.
2: No, we don't. I think that's the craziest thing: is that she dies Jesus off screen. Thing. So
0: there's a yeah, there's a point. In Ze- they ask about Jane, like where what happened to Jane? Because <coughs> Zelly comes in writing on the bird that Jane has, uh, and they're like. We don't know, and it's like no, you clearly, clearly do, because Zelly has done some terrible things to other people. with, just by not even thinking about her, just because cl- she's very selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, like Zelly is the definition of the I. I'm too good for this. uh, very manipulative. Very. Um, she's got the
2: she's got the little girl mentality of how like almost a, a like how little girls like in a lot of fairy tales see mothers. They're like. You've been very, very bad, and I'm the person in charge. Like, how little girls see, bossy little girls see princesses, you know? Sometimes? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I see mm-hmm. a little bit with Zelly.
0: Or, like. And, may- except
2: now more twisted.
0: Or maybe this character is designed to be, like, to, like, I guess how. How. I, I'm, like, trying to figure out why this character exists in her imagination. If, we're, if-,
2: if we're going with that theory. Yeah. Oh, poor Timothy! Sorry, we're, we're we're scrolling back through it again. Yeah, we're yeah. looking
0: through and trying to. We're actually looking through the comic and trying to see because the it's the story itself is more about the details and the small things. Yeah. Than it is about what it is as a whole. As a whole, it's a survival story. But the important part, and to get an understanding of who these characters are, what's happening, and why it's happening, or what represents what, is in the details. Mm -hmm. And that's also where you get the most horrifying parts. Because on the surface, it's pretty, like, just looking at it, it's like, oh, this looks very beautiful. There's bright colors. But then, dark things happen, and then you gotta see in the details, the horror behind it, too.
2: Beautiful darkness.
0: Again, it is beautiful darkness.
2: Yep. So, oh, shit. What
0: I just noticed this little red guy hiding on the berries.
1: Oh,
2: oh. during the during the dinner party, gone <laughs> awry. ride. was
1: this crow or bird is just like, oh, look at these berries. Yep. So Aurora, there's a point. Bye. Yeah, there's a point where
0: Aurora hosts a dinner party and she invites everybody, but no one comes except for the animals. And of course, the animals. Well, there were a couple of them. That a couple got carried away. <laughs> uh, uh, but a couple of the animal, the animals being the animals that they are, are just. Animals, they're, they're, yeah, they're gonna, they yeah. ruin stuff and they're just like eating it, they attack the dinner and Aurora's upset and is like, uh, oh no, why would, if nobody came and then, um, Zelly's like, well, it wasn't clear, so, mm.
2: Oh yeah, she's, she, she's one of those people again, Zelly uses kindness or her perceived kindness and politeness a, to manipulate
1: yeah, people. She's she's yeah, a, a she is, plays.
0: oh yeah, there, she is definitely one who's like, hmm, I didn't notice, and it's like, clearly she does know what she's doing. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Oh, man. I mean, she I goes in
0: and steal Hector behind Aurora's back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, she, uh, Aurora doesn't even notice that they're that they're together until the day of the wedding. And Which actually...
2: is not much long after that. It just happens.
0: Gua... And then this is what when she saw sees the mouse is upset with the mouse for ruining her dinner party. She just loses it, gouges her eyes, eyes out. out. Yeah, this it is was... the
2: this is the, uh, this is the turning point, point. and I think she she realizes kind of what she's done when she sees the mouse's remains after everybody else eats it,
0: and. Actually, this leads her to um make the mouses hide into her, like... bass. badass cloak. Which is, which is yeah, really cool. it's yeah. an amazing cloak. Yeah.
2: This part's weird. Okay, can we talk about this? I wanted to talk about this for a second. Uh, this like, moment where this person is, like, looks over at Hector.
1: And Hector's giving her the eye.
2: Right. Because that's, yeah.
1: that's what Hector does. He was never loyal to Aurora from the beginning. Right. if we yeah. go back up, we even see a part where these two little characters are trying to hang laundry, and Hector's like... Holding one of their hands, trying to be, you
2: know, the prince. Right, I remember and this. Yeah, whoever. Yeah, and he said, and the fact that the the camp the the panels are like zeroing in on his crotch, and then
0: <laughs> and then his eyes, and then, and
2: then his th- eyes doing like the bedroom eyes, and
0: the the girl who at- realizes she was staring is like, uh... St- go faster,
2: go faster. faster is
0: like nervous. Cause, uh, um, she's there. Like Hector's there with. She's flustered. Yeah, she's flustered, and Hector's there with his new new wife. And,
2: yeah. Um. Of course, that doesn't go very well for him because he. That's he, when he gets eaten by the frog. Yeah,
0: because Zelly dro- drops a ribbon in the river. And is right. like, oh, get my ribbon, please.
2: Sorry, I wasn't necessarily thinking not this should no, be play but
0: like... Yeah. Well, we're going through it. It's. This is one of those stories is like again, you have to focus on the details to get an understanding of what's going on. Plus, a lot of the details comes with the uh with the artwork too. Like one of the horrifying things you see is a frog throwing up uh <laughs> like the remains of Hector.
2: You know, he seems pretty intact when they, they bury him.
0: Yeah,
1: I thought he always looks more like of a gooey, digested mess. And- then all of a sudden his whole
0: body is there. Yeah,
2: yeah. What I find interesting is how Zelly's reaction just feels very fake. She's like, let's clean asterisk. and be sad because this is what you're supposed to do.
0: Yeah. But she doesn't quite really care. Uh, boo-hoo-hoo, Hector.
2: Oh, uh, I love this panel. The Roy yeah, being like, I'm going to end you.
0: Her little rat cloak is still covered in blood. And then she wanders off um, in her boat. Where did she find that boat? I can't remember. It looks like a, just a, a page that was folded. So oh, I think she, she could have taken it out oh, of
2: the notebook. That's yeah. true. That on is it, true, which is fitting. That's when she, she she meets Jane again at the the cabin.
0: And uh, Jane has made uh, herself made herself comfortable in the cabin of uh, this man that we occasionally see, who may or may not be. A killer or something, but or she's, the she the
2: girl's father or someone completely unrelated Jane in any w- way to yeah, the girl. But
0: Jane warns that warns Aurora that he's dangerous.
2: Yeah. So that's why. I, but but you wonder if he's she's if she's saying he's dangerous because he's a giant, a la you know borrowers, mm-hmm. or if he it's because he's actually working on.
0: Oh yeah, look, that's uh he. He's working on something, and I think yeah, next with I think that's a gun. That
2: does kind of look like a gun. That's
0: a gun. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> this guy's clearly a good with tools. He
0: is. He's working on like he, he's. He has that cuckoo
2: clock on his mantle.
0: Yeah, which I it looks like he probably made.
2: Right. By the way, um, I do like how the this friendship between Jane and and Aurora kind yeah, of. Yeah, I
0: think that yeah. would have been really cute if
1: they had been able to you know just survive together.
2: Yeah, but of course everyone else has to mess it up. Mm-hmm. I um. I do like how um I feel like like the characters who avoided the group had the right idea. Jane did and Timothy did initially, but was kinda of pressured in. And he was it.
1: fine until Zelly found him. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: true. And then because of all that weird innocence stuff that's ingrained in them because they're well, I of characters, I think it's less
0: innocence ingrained and more More the naivete. I, I think because they came out of a child who wasn't able to reach her full maturity level, that their mindset only goes so far. It's kinda right. It's it's like someone who only has the education of a fourth grader.
2: It's like your growth was it's like your emotional growth was stunted, like you yeah. Like you died. And yeah, exactly. Like or whatever.
0: Yeah, Again, basically, uh, basically the characters
2: who mature, Aurora matures during the story. Exactly. Um and what's interesting is I I think we get at the beginning here that we find that she disagrees with with Jane about how dangerous or not dangerous the man in the house is. Mm -hmm. What do you guys want to make of this? Because it's a big deal at the end that she says, like, this is my...
0: Well, here's the funny part. She goes and sneaks off to cut a piece of the guy's hair.
2: While he's sleeping, though. While
0: he's sleeping.
2: Hey, there's a soda can in that corner. And there's
0: also a match, but...
2: Again, still wondering where what what timeline this is in, but, you know.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, she takes some of his hair, and then there's a broken baby doll in a corner, which makes me wonder. Those look like sneakers.
2: Oh yeah, he's got sneakers. sneakers. We saw those sneakers make an imprint, so we know that's the same guy who was walking through the forest earlier.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, there's a cuckoo clock, broken cuckoo clock up on the mantel. Uh, yeah, we're trying to figure mantle. out,
0: if he has sneakers, then this must take place at least near modern times, oh. or sometime in the modern age.
2: There's a battery in there. That's a battery. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's a battery. Uh, but yeah, she has his hair and he's like, I like this smell. It smells like honey. And she looks down and starts to find him kind of attractive.
2: I guess. It's
0: maybe not attractive, but she, she comes to like him. Well, at I mean, the end she, she does. G-
1: uh, the last line is my, my sweet, sweet
0: prince.
2: prince. Yeah, that's right. Oh, here's Na. Here's Na running home, running back home to the, 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 the corpse. Na's
0: gonna freeze to death. Yeah.
2: But Na doesn't want to leave.
0: Uh this guy okay and then you see the guy again he's clearly a hunter i think uh that's a rabbit That's a rabbit. Yeah.
2: You That's
1: 100% a,
0: a rabbit.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know i feel like so Jane is
1: like Jane was the the mo- the mat- most mature aspect of the little girl and yeah. that's why she knows this guy is was is dangerous cuz a mature child would know be aware of you know stranger danger.
2: Yeah, yeah. good point. But the naive part would be like, no, there's something fascinating about this guy, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe even that's... Now, it, gosh, it's so interesting that there's only one... Like, really, there's one character here who who survives. Yeah. Like uh, Everybody else, literally everybody else is implied to have killed off, even Na just now. Because yeah. Na is shivering in the yeah. house, and we know that they won't leave. No, in, not me in, me the in the house, in the, in the skull, and we know yeah. they won't leave.
0: And there's nothing really in there to warm her anymore. But and... the weird part is... Jane goes after to find, or uh, to stop Zelly, uh, from giving them away because Zelly is humming with her crew right nearby the giant man. And next, Jane's gone, and then Zelly is riding her bird, and it's like, where's Jane? That's her Robin. Jane don't know her, and we never hear from her again. We just we just. Oh. No, Jane.
2: Oh, that panel where she's crying. That, that, she's what crying. happened? That's I the was... moment where Aurora realizes, "Oh no, these people are murderers. They've killed Jane, basically." Yeah.
0: And basically Zelly comes in, takes over uh Jane and uh Aurora's home. Um and they're like, "Uh just do what she says. It's better that way and if you don't listen to what Zelly says, she'll make you miserable."
2: Yeah. Yo, like, oh, that's Yeah, it's uh, That's
0: what it's come down to. Is it's come down charge, yeah. You do what she says or you're
1: screwed.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. You either get left behind with a group or...
0: I wonder... Now I'm starting to wonder if it's less a murder and maybe it's her... It might have been the little girl's dad. Because... I don't know why... Maybe they're both? Could be. It could be. Oh. And Because that, that would make sense why she has a slight... Of, like...
3: Warm <laughs> feelings
0: for this... This person. Because... Yeah. It's like... It's a little girl who would have warm feelings for her dad, of course. Uh, with a, it's like this uh, will oh, make. Oh, this a,
2: is this is another moment too. I didn't realize this will make a very high status. The, the giant, just, just for, for me. me. And and she's and, very selfish. And Aurora yeah. is already kind of possessive of the giant.
0: Yeah, she's already shown that she has this. Uh, and she you has, see Aurora looking sure. back at her like,
1: "Oh, bitch, no, not
0: this time." Yeah. Also, have you noticed, uh, by the way? Maybe it's just because where they're from, they're eating with chopsticks. Oh, yeah. They always eat with... If they're not eating with their hands, they're eating with chopsticks. Well, how are they going to make tiny, tiny forks? That's true. Okay. Yeah. I get a point. You know what? I, I completely did not notice that. Because
1: even though, like, I think I'm just... Because I work at a sushi place, eating yeah. chopsticks <laughs> is so
0: natural to me.
2: I love Aurora's transformation here. You barely see her eyes under the uh, the mouse cloak now. But yeah. here's the thing.
0: This is how smart she is. She doesn't say... "Hey," She doesn't tell... Zelly like, "Hey, you should do this." She tells Plim, "Plim, I have a secret place and I want to share it with just you, but keep it a secret from Zelly cuz she knows." She
2: knows. She's going to play off that. Yeah. And it's so good. She and-
0: understands that Plym is not trustworthy even though
2: And then keep in mind, this is so, this is, this is nuts because this plan was like one of her friends at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Like the person who came to her and Hector. Mm -hmm. And now all the veneer, like again, by this point, all the veneer is gone. All these people are just being the worst possible people they can be.
0: And, uh, they go into, uh, this other place, which it turns out is in the oven. And Aurora locks them in, all the people, including Zelly and everybody in the oven, so eventually they're cooked and dead. Right. Like, she commits murder with
2: full <laughs> knowledge a, of what she's I, doing. When I read this part, I laughed out loud. It was so good. I'm like, yes! They get their comeuppance. And there is no, she is not haunted None, by this at all. No.
0: Like, her eyes are wide open. as She's watching. Before. She's yeah. like,
2: yeah, that's what you get. She's now got the giant all of herself. I'll need to rebuild my little nest. It's alright, I've got plenty of time. The meal you're cooking for us smells good, my sweet prince. He's-
0: he clearly is good with his hands. What is he making? Oh, he's tinkering again. Yeah, he's tinkering with something. I don't know what he's tinkering with, but- Yeah, it's hard to tell on this one. But he's definitely good with his hands. I- there's- you probably made the cuckoo clock that, uh-
2: Even though it's- but- yeah, he- he most likely did. He's living in a kind of shabby little one room cabin but yeah. it doesn't mm-hmm. seem to matter much to him. It's he's got electricity by the right way.
0: Oh yeah, he has electricity. There's sneakers. Um there he has an oven he can cook from. So it's he lives in a small place and he hunts and he's
2: just a woods person. And possibly killed the girl who happened to get too close yeah, to his place. Yeah, he has we a baby know. doll. We don't know. It's then so strange. That's
0: weird. Why would it Awesome
2: is that symbolic? Is it like a lot of stuff in this is symbolic but mm-hmm. like and that's it's, it. It's done. Yeah. It's like, wow. All I, right. Th-
0: it's a really good story. It's a quick read, but, like, it, it, the best part is in the details. The best part of the book is, like, reading, seeing how the characters react and, like, just in the little <laughs> things they say. And, it, ah, it is really good. It is. I think for me what's really, what really
1: captivated me about it was, like, seeing all those little characters and like what they do to each other and just like how they progress as being kinda like the rawest representation of like ourselves. Yeah. hmm
2: I definitely get that's what it's kind of going for. I'll, beyond the nuance of it, it's it's that. It's what what does polite society hide Yeah. You know what's
1: what's behind the facade of, you know, helping each other out and being polite and not Yeah.
2: I mean, it's. Yeah, I, I was. I, you know. I think I mentioned to you both when I was reading it. Like this feels very like like this innocence caving into survival when, and what people do when that gets stripped away. Felt very Lord of the Flies.
0: Mm. You know. Yeah.
2: So it's. I, I. I'm really glad you recommended this one. Like mm. this is. I really enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. This is really good. And I would read it again in a heartbeat.
1: I don't know. I mean, she would just jump into it cold. It's been like a uh it's been well over a month actually. Yeah, I think we should ex- we, since we last recorded.
2: Yeah, um a lot's happened since then. There was a season change. Uh the corpse we crawled out of decomposed a little more. Yeah. Uh, uh <laughs> Kayla got very sick. Kayla got very sick from eating some berries and uh oh, no. is no longer here with us. Oh, She's running a she... fever. Yeah. She will probably die and no one will. <laughs>
1: We did, no, we we did, everyone we will acknowledge her... it with
2: a big elaborate girl.
1: Yeah, we found a beautiful pencil pouch to bury her in. Yeah. Oh.
2: Uh, she was still alive when it happened, but we'll we'll just take her up later. It's okay. We
1: were pretty sure she was going to die.
2: <laughs> but yeah. we, did, we got yeah, her cookies that, out of it, kind though. Of...
1: We got her cookies out of it.
2: Oh, that's true. The cookies are very good.
1: Now, uh, yeah. I found She's... this a really great spot to spend the winter, so you should climb on in here and check it out.
2: Ooh, it's cozy in here. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's a. Bye, why is why is why is it, drip, why is it drippy? <laughs> Ew. Well, at least Gracie's here with us too. Hi, Gracie. Oh my god. So, uh, so why don't we go ahead? I, I, I m- months later, uh, mm. I finally dug up some questions. Actually, I found them in a in an old notebook that was lying nearby.
1: Is that my my notebook? It, does it say say it on it? Cause I think that's.
2: Yeah, it does. <laughs> I don't know why you. Although weirdly, I, I think I think Kayla. I will say um, just to to break our our dumb thing here real quick. Uh <laughs> Kayla was kind enough to before she expired uh forward me these um these questions that we have been meaning to take from our from our listeners. Uh specifically the mostly the folks on the pat on our on the uh darkly the darkly lit or creative horror uh Patreon. So or not Patreon, Patreon the dis- Discord.
1: Well Patreon Discord. Yeah.
2: Patreon Discord. That, yeah, you know how that works. Yeah. But yeah we we were We're going to we're going to take some specific questions and hopefully remember where we were in the discussion because we we have been separated by time and by a a lost party member who may or may not (laughs) and by distance. Actually, distance is a good point, too, because a lot happened between them. Yeah,
1: I I honestly don't remember our discussion in detail. Uh,
2: I remember bits of it, so hopefully that will help.
1: I remember it vaguely
2: as a fond
1: memory. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it was a fond memory. I mean, eventually, this will be edited and released onto the internet.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, and then we'll all remember it. Um, so why don't, we, why, don't we, why don't we get to those questions? I'm going to give these in, in honor. Uh, so I want to thank uh, Kayla for being here and taking the questions and setting them up for me. She she is with us in spirit.
3: Enjoy. And
2: is actually, it's just, just upstairs, dealing with a fever. Um, so the first question we have is from uh Neruli. Uh, Why do you think they went with so many varying character designs and styles, and if those hold weight to the character?
1: First off, Naru, be good. Listen to your mother.
2: (laughs) 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 Only only Um, Naru will get that one. Only Naru
1: will ever get that. Um, Well, Naru and Zath, actually. But... um, (laughs) I, I, so in the time that has passed, I have bought myself a hard copy and I'm flipping through it now. And every time okay. I go through this book, I find myself with like all of the weird, like different style of characters. And I think we got into like, didn't we say to kind of settle on the, or or at least discuss the idea of like these being characters from the girl's imagination?
2: Yeah, and I know we also talked about kind of how it's reminiscent of those really, really old cartoons where yeah. there was sort of like a child's whimsy to the whole thing. Mm-hmm, and we talked that, about um... we talked about Greg's dream from Over the Garden Wall. Mm-hmm. So that one especially like makes that. me
1: think of uh, that that two page spread where it's like the the wedding parade.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then
1: you get really get a good look at all the different characters. But they also make me think of kind of going with that theme of being like like a, a child's imagination like the characters in their imagination a lot of them look like toys yeah um especially well, the creepy yeah, one there's one that literally that looks just like a like a, a doll she's like really big and she eats the other one
2: yeah that's the one that gets stuck in a hole
1: yeah I if I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah then the the one so... that uh stays living in the corpse it looks like a doll and like the rest you know they just all make me think of like little Well, also i'm obsessed with dolls now so maybe that's why most of them make me think of little dolls
2: <laughs> but, but but I mean, that's even then that's not that that's not that big of a uh, of a of a leap, because, mm-hmm. again, this is a little these are the these came from a little girl. And so she's going to have these kind of imaginings for these uh, these characters. So I think that just contributes to the idea that these are all her parts of her being,
3: mm-hmm.
2: whether they know it or not. So I think that's actually a pretty good question. I know we already kind of talked about that, mm-hmm. but. It definitely holds weight to the characters too, because I know in a weird way they are, even when they, things get real, they still, they're still kind of beholden to their character types, you know, like the way they're drawn. Mm-hmm. The elegant one remains elegant and like Aurora, for the most part, remains, uh, like kind of friendly and helpful through the whole thing until she's, you know, not and then she's, <laughs> and then she's awesome. Uh, and then like, you know, they, 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 um, it helps to, um, it helps to sort of it, it. literally paints a picture of what we to expect with these characters.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they the ones that have the more realistic proportions and are a little more detailed in their designs. You realize are also the more like uh, fleshed out, like have more character or depth to them. Uh huh. So I think I don't know. That's a really cool way to like just kind of like display your cast and be like, okay, oh, hey, these like obviously we're gonna be drawn to the more well, at least for me, drawn to the more. Like, well, you're what you're telling.
2: Yeah. When you're I mean, when you're telling a story with um, like any visual storytelling, you're going to want to broadcast what a character is like
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, right away. It's the it's the it's the Mark Davis effect, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, how, how you're only going to see a character in anything that he designed uh, for a second. But you need to kind of get a broad stroke of what that character is right away when the, within the few, first few seconds you see them. So that's true of any, uh, any artist. You look at the panel, you see the character your brain gets an impression of that character based on sort of archetypes. And then it just kind of comes across. So uh, that's, that's my, I, I, I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. Um. So Neruli also asked, are there any interact characters slash interactions in particular that stood out to you and why? Oh, we, we talked about that a lot mm-hmm. in our earlier discussion. So um, gosh, it's like having to, I w- I'm trying to think if there's any that we didn't talk about that would uh, stick out to me in particular. And I think I mentioned before how I kind of liked Aurora's relationship with the, the more survivalist um redhead character because she's one Jane. of the few people who Jane, thank you. Jane. So Jane is, you know, actually competent. Like the moment she steps out of the the body mm-hmm. and is part of the, the the cluster, you know, part of the she's immediately in survival mode. Jane is. And Jane is able to survive until she's inevitably destroyed, as far as we can tell, by uh Zelly and her entourage. So mm-hmm. That's um, so for ominous. me, the interactions. Well, for me, the, it's really ominous. And mm-hmm. for me, the the big interactions were when when uh, Jane and Aurora finally met and uh, re- and and sort of united as a as a as a duo. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like how even then Jane was like, "Stay away from the big human," but um, but Aurora was already fascinated with him.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? Any of that beyond. I mean, that's, that to me is one of the ones that stands out to me is actually a competent character or a character who's burgeoning competence meets a character that's already competent, so. Mm-hmm.
1: I do like that. I feel like Jane would have taken Aurora with her if, she, like, no one else had been there.
2: Wish she had.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, without Aurora, when you think about it, without a lot of what Aurora did, a lot of those people would have died yeah. off a yeah. lot sooner. Um, uh,
1: very quickly. Uh, I yeah. think, for me, the most... I don't know why I'm so attached to Zelly like her interactions with just like the different characters and how she manipulates them and how at first she's like, so thankful to Aurora for helping her like get out of the shade or out of the sun and whatnot. And then how just like
2: quickly she just like,
1: you know what? I'm just going to take what I want for myself. Um,
2: Yeah. She's pretty terrible.
1: Yeah. She just kind of like throughout, throughout all of it, even when it's just like down to the last group of survivors, she's like, in her she's, own way, she's kind of she had her own method of survival, I guess.
2: Right, and they, they all do, but she's 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 very much the the bourgeoisie. Yeah, <laughs> she's dragging everybody down with her. Mm. Terrible. Terrible. What a terrible. terrible but I love her.
1: I love her for her. Yeah, no, she's a fantastic
2: character. Even so, she's not real. I wouldn't even say she's like the villain, but she's definitely an antagonist in this universe of antagonists.
1: Mm-hmm. I think the reason. Uh, Like, for me, when I say that I I enjoyed, like, the little interaction she had with other characters, because she was never, like, do it like this or you're out. She was never very, like, to the point. It was very kind of like, oh, these little rude comments, like, that she would, like, I don't know how to explain it. She's so manipulative, and I can't expect that. she's
2: She's a master manipulator.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, at least, especially with the, she exploits the naivete of all of her all The people around her, she, I think, she knows how naive everybody is. Mm-hmm. So, and then, of course, when she s- assumes Aurora is naive, when at the end, when she gets her final come up, and gets shoved in an oven.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think
2: Yay. what it is
1: is she doesn't realize this, this change in Aurora's character that has happened,
2: right? Aurora does a good job hiding it. Aurora is yeah. the only. Well, here's the other thing. If we talk about this, Aurora is the only. And I know we ta- I think we talked about this too. Aurora is the only character that has the agency to change during the plot. Really, mm-hmm. she grows as a person and becomes self reliant and actually goes through an arc. So many other characters died off before they had that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So she she gets some actual growth, which again is I think why Aurora is our. Well, I've hypothesized. Aurora is the closest stand-in we have for. Our girl herself, you know, Yeah,
1: like the the closest to what would have been her consciousness, I think.
2: is Right. That. Considering her name is in the book. Yeah. And the book was carried by the girl before she died.
1: So, yeah, we're just making the, well, we're making the assumption that the girl's name was Aurora. And since our main character is Aurora, they're they're somehow the most tied together.
2: Yeah, that's that's my thought. Mm-hmm. I kind of uh... wonder, like,
1: Jane, if maybe she didn't come from the little girl.
2: I, I mean, I, I mentioned that, that at all. The yeah, I think you did. We did. We did. Because we never see her emerge. but We assume she came from the girl. Mm-hmm. But what if Jane came from somewhere else?
1: I think that's a possibility because she already mm. really knew her shit. And, she I
2: did, made she that, she and I made that assumption really early in the, mm-hmm. the original discussion. But it, I don't know if it kind con- con- it con- of came back around. But I guess we've had a month to think about it. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of started to assume that she came from. But we she just seems too too competent. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to everybody else that came from uh from uh the girl,
1: yeah, and then when she so she like she's there and she grabs herself a cookie for the road, and it's like no hesitation in her well, I mean we only get really one one little panel of her running off into the wilderness, but it's like you get the feeling like she knows where the fuck she's going,
2: yeah, I and mean, then we don't see her again for a while too, mm-hmm. so yeah. Well, I guess that's one, that's a, that's a question to ask, uh, to people who are reading it. Do you think, uh, Jane is the odd one out or is she also a part of this girl? Cause we discussed how she might have all these, all the, I mean, I I, I, keep, I know it's like people who are listening to this podcast just heard us talking about this stuff, but for us, it was Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like whether or not what, what aspect she stands for. Um, I'm going to move on. Yeah. To our next question. We only have a few. Uh, the next one is from Bringer of Lighters, uh, and Bringer asks, "How does it play into the way people act in modern society? Are there parallels?"
1: I think there definitely is, because you definitely mm-hmm. you, you you know you have your people who haven't experienced too much of life and they're really naive, and you have people like Aurora who genuinely want to help others, and then sometimes that doesn't work out so well for them. And then you, you got have,
2: people. yeah, you got people like Zelly who yeah. are. Horrible, manipulative assholes who exploit uh-huh. people and who take advantage of them themselves
1: and, and what ruin their
2: lives, and want to lift themselves up. <gasps> yeah, got people like Jane who are just badasses until they get exploited by people like Zelly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like,
1: I mean, everyone has these tendencies and has the the potential to, you know, end up like any of these characters. And I think that's why we what was it we thought that maybe. I don't know where I'm going. I'm trying to. I think I'm remembering a discussion that we didn't have or we did have. And
2: <laughs> well, I definitely think loss of innocence plays into a lot of this too. Yeah. Like the idea that as you grow older and as the, re- the reality settles in, people either cave or they,
1: mm-hmm. you know. So I like to. I think I see these a lot of these characters as like um, different emotions or aspects of the personality that a, that yeah. a single person
2: could have. I, I still see them that way. Mm-hmm yeah so i mean it's interesting because it's like now seeing these things freed and be seeing them be individuals normally they would all be together in this as as a, a part of a greater picture in this case the you know and it's funny too because here's another thing to think about it they decay as she decays their morality mm, there yeah ah. that's uh-huh. very
1: true
2: uh-huh um I mean, yeah, they're definitely parallel. I think that's a pretty, like, we, such a little story, but it really prompts a lot of deep thinking about it. And I, that's what, that's a sign of a good story. Like, mm-hmm. it, it sticks with it. Mm-hmm. Ah. Um, and our last question is from Ficux Red Wolf. My question is, what is the most literal, no pun intended, takeaway from the story itself and then separately the visuals? I'm sure you will touch on that during the discussion to some degrees. My question was more about, the overall takeaway, I'm very curious to see what everyone else thinks. Oh I I, I, I think we we already we've touched on that a bit and we're touching on it again right now. Just the um, my takeaway from it is both visually and that is that, um it is that, yeah, as is this is this is what would happen if you took the like the a little girl's imagination slash the, the little the things that little you know a, a child would imagine ba- and you know, tie them to her personality and then watch them break down in a real world basically mm-hmm. watch how watch what would happen Who would survive who wouldn't what naivete would carry one off to the grave and what what other and who would shake it off and learn how to be a survivor and even then would the survivor then also succumb to a weird form of naivete as well look at look at aurora at the end the way she is um fawning over the the man in the shed
3: mm-hmm.
1: I, I mean um, yeah yeah i get what you're saying i think for me like what i in the end what i take the whole story is maybe what it's being what it is is just kind of like you mentioned that loss of innocence of just like the the different aspects of your personality and how they develop and how they might erode where Mm -hmm.
3: you
1: you just ultimately become a selfish person or maybe you end up being like only like like, in a way uh aurora she had in the end she had to just think for herself
3: yeah she wanted to
1: survive so just like for me i think it's just like an overall like loss of innocence that like kind of happens to you as a person as you get older and decay right
2: maybe, maybe also the breakdown of a society when things get hard even mm. when they continue to pretend that everything's okay
1: Mm-hmm. like people at it's because at their most instinctual nature
2: yeah because even when things are really really bad and people have died off and things are bleak like there's still some who just some characters who just act like nothing's really that wrong and then maybe they're incapable of it because again they're they're characters that emerge from a child who's who are who can't grow because as, as who can't grow and mature to a degree because their their one source of growth and maturity is a corpse in the woods now
1: mm-hmm
2: oh boy
1: I wonder like oh how different would the story be if it say they emerge from the corpse in an adult
2: yeah that would be interesting how, how different would those characters be mm-hmm mm God, it's fascinating. Actually, yeah, this, that was a good quest- question. I, everybody asked really good questions.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And uh, yeah, those are the ones that Kayla sent me. Um, so I want to say thank you for the for the questions and thank you for listening t- uh, to this. If you've come this far with us, uh, certainly it's been a long time for us, but we can finally uh, sort of put a bow on this episode and mm-hmm. uh, and it... uh, march off into the woods before it turns <laughs> to winter
1: find a good place to take shelter it it definitely feels like this episode has been in the making for a very long time which it has been because we yeah. we technically had a break in this <laughs> episode so if, uh-huh. it, if it if this episode sounds a little disjointed we apologize
2: <laughs> but
1: it it, it wasn't it good help I,
2: that it it didn't help that we were we were going to hit it sooner but then uh sayd got sick yeah and then i got sick and now Kayla's sick, so... We were just like, we, we have to get this done, so...
3: Yeah.
2: Goodness. And I, I feel bad, because I'm pretty sure Kayla got sick, because I got sick, so... Oh, no. Yeah. So, that said, I should probably go and, you know, take care of her, but hey, uh... What are we... We're, we're coming up to the best month of the year.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And, uh... Well, I maybe... know... I know we had our
1: book picked out, but I can't remember it was one of two... Uh,
2: that's fine uh, this is the part where uh, I will probably make it sound better and smoother in editing but I'm just gonna go ahead and record this bit anyway uh, be on the lookout because for October we're reading a proper October book by Mr. October himself uh, something wicked this way comes woo yeah time for some Halloween shenanigans I am ready oh, I'm so ready you ready to ride that carousel backwards yeah all right cool all right. I guess we should uh, blow the candles and uh, and uh, you know find a leaf to hide under or something.